Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers! Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, not on a football Friday either. What is up, the Eddie Scazzari, you handsome gentleman? What's going on? And across from me, his name is Al Patrick Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Dude. Jerry. It's not just uh, football Friday. It's super funky wild card weekend. Super weekend. wild card weekend. Uh, Six games on the docket. Oh, yeah, Jerry. I don't like that that one's on Monday night. Bucks, uh, Eagles, because it just feels weird. If well, it, like, I want it to be over by the time we come in Monday. I want to know what's going on. Fair. Um, that having been said, this one I really don't care because it's a terrible game Monday night. Oh, we do cool games later, Jerry. Don't yeah, no, say no, no. Oh, and I know don't that. let me know, know whether know. it's cool yet or not. But I don't. I don't feel like I have to wait. Like last year, I had the Cowboys on Monday night. Oh, okay. And it was a killer because I felt like it wasn't part of NFL weekend. Yeah, it doesn't feel like NFL weekend. This one I don't care about. Yeah, it's uh, strange. But I'm I, all right. I like to know, like when we come in Monday morning, here's the next round. And the schedule. We're not get that. Like I don't think and we the get schedule, the schedule right. then until Monday night, right? For the following weekend, probably. I, I don't know how that works. Actually. Me neither. So we'll see. I don't know if they set it Sunday night and they just put the winner of Philadelphia and Tampa wherever they got to go. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it will depend on who wins the other games. Yes, that is true. Right? That is true. Right. Right, uh, right. Well, all we've heard about all week, Jerry, about the, some of these playoff games is the big uh, Dolphin Chief one because of the weather, right? It's going to be like zero degrees. It's going to be freezing cold and all this stuff. This is what we're hearing. Then we got word yesterday that uh, – in Buffalo for Steelers Bills, one p.m. Sunday, we're gonna get some snow there too. Okay, and there's snow prior to that. In fact, a rumor started uh, in Pittsburgh, the uh, Pittsburgh sports talk station down there, that the NFL had given Cleveland the heads up to be ready. They got to move the game oh, to Cleveland because there was going to be so much snow and ice in Buffalo. 
that players and fans wouldn't be able to get to or from the game, that the game was going to be moved to Cleveland. Are they getting two feet of snow like they did a few years ago? Not sure. Remember the snow drifts when the yeah. players got back from the road trip? They couldn't get into their cars? Yeah, something like that, Jerry. But uh, the NFL has shot that down. That is not true. Have you checked the AccuWeather forecast? I did. I just checked it. And what does it say? Well, it's like snowing from now until Sunday, and then Sunday, snow showers. Right. But what is the accumulation? I don't know. Okay. I don't I didn't check the accumulation. All right. So, I just all was right. confirming snow. So I got the accumulations here. All right. All right. You're t- See, this is where hmm, one to three inches of snow today. Okay. Okay. That'll be, no, that'll be cleared out in no time in Buffalo. That's not even snow. It's going to clear out more than that because then 35 degrees and rain tonight. Then tomorrow, 38 degrees, some snow, some rain. Okay. So, like, the rain man, is going to, yeah, this is Man, not, the rain's going to ruin it. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's going to ruin it, but it's not going to be, this is not going to be one oh, of those. Man. If I'm reading this AccuWeather properly, yeah. it does not seem like it's going to be much at all. And then Sunday, an inch. This doesn't mean nothing. Especially, I mean, Buffalo, legitimately, if you told me it's going to be three feet in Buffalo, it's still nothing to them. They're like, whatever. That's like a regular Monday to us in Buffalo. S- Saturday, accumulations of a coating. A coating. <laughs> now, Man. here's the crazy part, and this is where it's probably good for the players that the game is Sunday and not Saturday. Tomorrow, wind at 50 miles an hour. Mm. Although flying into Buffalo, as the Steelers are going to have to, is not going to be a fun yeah. land. Yeah. I did read uh, snow showers possible throughout the game. Yeah, that's. I even though there will be no accumulation, it will still be cool to watch. Oh, it always is, of course, and that's the same thing: accumulations of a coating on Sunday. A coating, man. Yeah. So this is literally nothing. It'll you look know, cool. You know how in uh, at some ski resorts they don't get enough snow; they just make. Snow they make it. You want to make the bills make snow? Yeah. I want. I want the bills to just coat that stadium. Would Would that be? Would the NFL frown upon that? Like, yes, of course they would. They would. Yes. You so can't if, do that. If the Bills were out there blowing snow, we're not doing, fake we're not, snow. We're not doing that. Mike Tomlin would be like, this is not. Plus, you got to have the field clean and clear. Says who? This says the rules. Like you don't just put, you're going to start like the Dolphins did, flood the field? Yeah, flood the 40 field. 40 years ago? No. But with Buffalo, on. you put the. Uh, no, not happening. You ever go skiing in fake snow? Yes, I actually liked it. I went skiing once in a like late March in Pennsylvania, and it was like 55 degrees out. Very slushy. Do you know it's fake? Like if you didn't, yeah, it's different. It's different. It's not powdery. It's it, more it can be more icy. Better for snowballs. Uh, that I don't know because I was an adult and I wasn't trying to pack it and throw it at people. I okay, don't, I don't know the answer. To so that. you went, uh, you went the adult route that day. <laughs> I did. I actually skied in shorts. Really? Which was very cool. Yeah. So they just make snow. They take water. They make it chilly. They flurry. They it up. make it chilly. <laughs> You mean they freeze it? And then they blast it out. Yeah. Right into the the, the uh, slopes. What's weird with, and I'm sure Eddie's gone spring skiing too. What's weird is when you see the the uh, the trails have s- snow on them, fake or not, and then you see like grass <laughs> to the right and left of them. It's pretty wild actually. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how they make so much to cover a mountain. Big machines. Big giant snow machines? Yes, of course. Man, I would get some of those in the... I, if they're going to build a new Bill Stadium at some point, I would get snow machines. Okay, once again, zones. not allowed, uh, but nice idea. Like the Bucks do that, fire the cannon. Like the Bill scored touchdown, three inches of snow. What is this, Phineas and Ferb? <laughs> I mean, this is what are we talking about here? 
<laughs> I don't even know what that is other than it's a cartoon. Phineas and Ferb is a fan. It's probably my favorite cartoon watching the boys grow up. Yeah. Um, where they would invent crazy things. It's just a very cool. It's as an adult, you can watch it and actually laugh at it. It's yeah. pretty good. Those are always good if you were stuck watching children's shows. If yeah, if you got a funny. good one. Some of them were, you know, not, not so great. great. No, not so great. Like Peppa Pig. Mm, not so good. Not great. No, it was like British. Oh, Peppa. Oh, British. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. But very popular. But Phineas and Ferb, now we're talking. That was quality. Yes. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Jerry, also hasn't thrown a football since Sunday. Well, his finger's going in the wrong direction, so that happens. Yeah. Don't the Bucks have to work the finger then? If you, you can get to him. You can get to his finger. Oh, man, you know what? You got to get to him. Here's He's a quarterback. That's not true. Right now, if I'm the Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense, I don't know who their defensive coordinator is, but Todd Bowles is a defensive Money guy. Money Kiffin. <laughs> he was terrific back in the day. I know. It's amazing how that just came out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So you know how the Eagles always do that tush-push thing or the Philadelphia tush-push? I don't know if they can do that if his finger is like that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because if you're a Buccaneer defensive player, you can't you can't get caught grabbing his finger and twisting it out in the open. Right. But in that big old pile, Jerry, oh, baby, I'd be going right for the finger, and I'd be practicing it this week. I don't Bucks think defense. I don't think if I gave you from now until the end of the show, well, I'll give you from now until Sunday that you could come up with nor could I the defensive coordinators. Oh, they got multiple guys. They've got two guys it looks like that are actually doing it. Are they twins? They're not twins. You've heard of one. Um his this is bizarre. His official title is passing game, no, pass game coordinator and inside linebackers coach. Well, they're related. What? Uh, so they have then, multiple guys. And then the other guy is the run game coordinator and the defensive line coach. What, do they not have any money in Tampa? They got guys doing offense and defense? They're getting these guys ready uh, for their uh, arena football league careers. Oh, my God. Things go south. So it basically, so Casey Rogers and Larry Foote. I've heard share, of Larry Foote. Yes, yeah, I said. He was from the Cardinals. I figured you'd remember him. They share the defensive coordinator um, responsibilities. Yeah. Hmm. That's not Monty Kiffin. <laughs> that is not. He was good, though. Yeah, no, he was good, for sure. I remember uh, Monty Kiffin was down there when I was uh, covering mm-hmm. the Buccaneers. And I remember I was uh, at a tailgate prior to the game. In back and in Tampa, people just open up their backyards and charge you to pay to park in their backyards. Oh, I didn't realize you have houses that close to the stadium. Very yeah. close to the stadium. So we were a couple blocks away, and, and Monty Kiffin came walking by <laughs> with a briefcase. I'm like, where did he park? Right, the Walmart parking lot down the block. <laughs> or did he? Does he? Did he live back there? Maybe. And he just walked to the stadium on yeah. game day. That's certainly very possible. I could see that, especially down there. Yeah, I could see that. I know in Dallas they have like I don't, they're not homes. Well, no, there are there are townhouses uh, that are gated off, but there are like strip malls around AT and T Stadium. They must close for business on Sunday because the parking lots for the strip malls become game day yeah. parking for like seventy five dollars a car. And I'm thinking if I have that salon or whatever stores in there. You ain't open on football game days. You can't be. Well, they better split that revenue with the well, salon. Uh, clearly, the the strip mall's making the money, so I would think that they probably do split it or give them some sort of a discount. But yeah. yes, that is wild. How all of a sudden store parking lots become you know and like a mile away. Yeah, 
It's like, hey, there's all the way over. We're parking here. Yes, you are. It and, is weird in all, and this happens in all stadiums, right? They, they most places don't have just a big giant lot like we have at MetLife Stadium or yeah. in Kansas City. That's well, some stadiums are built like Buffalo is built. They do have a big lot, but there's also like neighborhoods, kind of like you're talking about with Tampa. There are neighborhoods that are right across the street from the stadium, so people do park in driveways and people charge to park on their grass. Yeah, I think sometimes like I have a. Uh, a parking spot in Bradley Beach, very close to the beach. Yeah. On summer weekends, I feel like selling my spot. Are you allowed to? Probably not. Right. I'd probably go against condo policy. I hope you do that and someone in the condo place actually reports you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there. And, and I know you are. I could start doing things like uh, uh, making them lunch. Oh, God. <laughs> you want some crackers that taste like cardboard? <laughs> With smushed pinto beans. <laughs> Did you want uh, some chips and salsa, but the chips are made with almond flour <laughs> for your tailgate? You have one spot or two? One. Oh, two would be cool. Yeah, two would be cool. But one, by the way, what do you do with your car? What if if I did that? You would go park it like you know down the block somewhere. I'd have to. What I would need to do, Jerry, is early, early in the morning, right. like at five a.m. Go scout go out of my car. Got it. And then have that spot. It'd be great. You make up a sign. <laughs> Al's boring parking spot. I just set up one of those folding chairs. <laughs> sit there. What would you charge? Nineteen dollars. I mean, to... What are you doing? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'd what have a... to see what it costs normally. Risk reward. Not worth it. Yeah, not worth it. Not worth it. You'll have a big eviction notice on your door on Monday. Well, what I could do is you charge more because here's what I do, Jerry. I provide them with. Oh God. Snacks. No one wants your snacks. <laughs> Oh, did you need to use the bathroom? You can come in. Now and that's use a my big bathroom. one. That that's That'd a good be a one. Big one. That is a good one. And By the way, you're not letting anybody into use your bathroom. Please. Did, did you need to shower after your day? Oh at yeah, the beach? that's happening. You better have one of those outdoor beachside showers. I don't have one of those. Oh, you ain't letting anybody in your place hmm. to shower. What's hmm. next? Can you offer your bed for a quick nap? No, now yeah. now we're talking. Now all of a sudden I'm an Airbnb. Yes. Why don't you give him the dog? <laughs> uh, good luck. A uh, good news. You're uh, you're How about parking this? spots free. You get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just have to take her. <laughs> the Giants hired a uh, new offensive line coach, Jerry. His name is Carmen Brasillo. He came from the Raiders. He looks exactly like Brian Dayball. I did see this yesterday. They look like brothers. They do. Yeah, it's going to be hard to tell the tell them apart. I think Brian Dayball is more tan. Okay. Like, but that I think he's could, rounder, too. Yeah, but that could have been from the sun, and this guy's photo I might be seeing from the winter. Perhaps. You know what I'm saying? Possible. I might be picturing Brian Dayball from um, camp mm-hmm. when he's out baking in the sun. Didn't you see him at all during the season? Like, kind of watch a game once in a while. <laughs> I watched games. <laughs> when he's on the sideline, they show him all the time. That's true. <laughs> Well, he kept his tan from uh, over yeah. the summer. They, but you are right. They do look like they, look they came from the same mom. Bald, yeah. beard, and a little, hefty. little thick, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see them together dressed up in the Giants gear. Oh, you will. You will. Again, Jerry, assuming you know, I'm watching these games. Which you do. We have the training camp show. Have them both show up with the same outfit on and ask Boomer and you if they knew which one's which. <laughs> or just I'll bring over this um, Carmen Brasillo. Yes. I'll be like, guys, Dayball's ready. <laughs> Dayball's ready for his interview. You know what the best part is? For anybody that doesn't know, when we go out to these camps, Al keeps his phone with him so that when players come over to come on the program, he Googles their name and image so he knows who they are. <laughs> 
You would be confused by this one. I would. Yes. I yeah. I've had to do that at like uh, Super Bowl shows. Yes, of course. To see what people look like. Mm-hmm. So you now, go find them and run them down. The good news is the Giants and Jets nowadays they give us uh, heads up like the day before that yes. here's who you're going to get and they walk them over. Yeah, but I will Google that if I don't know who they are, I will Google their Google image them hmm. so I could see when they're coming over. S A Q O N Barkley Sakon. Oh yeah, this is Saquon. Oh yeah, he's the guy with large thighs because he <laughs> runs the football. <laughs> he's <so> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll be fun. It'll be fun having two guys that look the same on the sideline. So just keep his name in mind because we'll be complaining about him next year about the Giants offensive Damn line. offensive line. Carmen Brasillo. Maybe, maybe not. You know, the Giants are picking, what, sixth, I think? Yeah. Maybe they get a stud tackle and they, you know, keep trying to build that lineup. Maybe, maybe this guy will be the missing piece because he'll have this offensive line gelling. Who knows? Why didn't teams ever go get the uh, Cowboys offensive line coach when they were uh, dominating with... Uh... With the Emmett Smith. <laughs> because they had a great one. <laughs> Listen, coaching's important. That was all coaching, Jerry. You also need to have the play. Was that Hawk Hudson? Does that sound right, Eddie? You know the offensive line coach for the Cowboys in the 90s? I Listen, I could be wrong. I, I feel like his name was Hawk Hudson. You're thinking of Buddy Harlson. No, Hudson Hawk. I'm sorry, I got away. this wrong. No, I'm not. Oh. Hudson Hawk, let's see. Offensive line coach. Okay. Oh, if I have this right, this is going to be impressive. Is he alive still? Um, let's see. Because I'd call him. Hudson Hawk is still alive. He's 81. He was the Cowboys offensive line coach. That's pretty good. 1993 to 2001. So not 92, but 93 he was there. He was, how about me? That's a good job, Jerry. I'd love to pair him because he's 81 with 72-year-old Pete Carroll. And let's get these guys... A team. To well, coach. he's eighty-one. I don't. He hasn't worked now. His last job, he was an offensive consultant for the Cowboys in two thousand nineteen. I didn't know that. Eighteen and nineteen. I also didn't realize he was their offensive line coach in two thousand eight to eleven. I don't remember him coming back. I remember from years past, um, which is why that just kind of stuck out. But I didn't remember he was back with them recently. They, I, I remembered him in nineteen ninety-three, but didn't realize when I was doing the Compass Media Networks. I didn't back. realize that. Yeah. Or I guess that's when I started in 11, but yeah, how about that? So somebody must have had that idea at the Cowboys. Like, probably their offensive line was not great, and they're like, where was that but, Where's that dude who was here when we were dominating? But you know what's so funny about that? Because you said, why didn't anybody ever hire him yeah. for head coach? He All he was was a line coach. He went from the Cowboys. He left in 01. He was the Chargers offensive line coach, 2, 3, and 4. Then he was the Dolphins offensive line coach in 2005, 6, and 7, and then back to the Cowboys as an offensive line coach. Which is perfect. Why overextend yourself? Uh, make more money. But he knows he knew like a his coordinator limits. to a head coach. Yeah, is a big difference. But he all he he rolled up there. He was like, I got these big fat guys. I just tell them to stand here. This You're is right. how you you block, and that's all I got to worry about. You know what I like about this? They actually start his uh, before we take a break. They start his career history on Wikipedia. How he was the assistant coach at. Crescenta Valley High School nice. in 1966. Way back, Jerry. <laughs> that is way back. So. He is going All right, way we'll take, back. We will take a quick break. We've got a lot to do because it's a, a Friday. There are still football games. That means cool games coming up mm-hmm. next. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. 
Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Right, it's 25 after 5. It is a football Friday. So, all year long... Oh, you're not Mike's on. I thought you were singing. Um, all season long on Fridays at uh, 525, we like to present to you something called Cool Games. And, you know, it was fun for 18 weeks. And we did it every week. Well, most weeks. And even when you weren't here, we played you singing it. And I did it with CeeLo. Uh, but this is different now. We have reached the first weekend of the National Football League playoffs. And you would think, you would think it's playoff time, that we've got six cool games. Well, we will find out right now as I present to you. His name is Al Dukes and Cool Games. Thank you so much, Jerry, for that introduction. For 18 weeks of it, honestly, Jerry, and this is the 19th. It's time for your cool games. Al and Jerry, they've got your cool games. Your cool games, Al and Jerry, they've got your cool game. Wipe that down. Jerry, do you have different uh, criteria for Cool Games Super Wild Card Weekend Edition? Well, the problem with even doing Cool Games for the NFL playoffs is I'm going to watch every game, and they're all standalone games anyway. Correct. So there's no red zone. I guess the only criteria would be, would you rather watch the game, or would you rather go to um, Hobby Lobby (laughs) and get some shopping done? I'm just saying. Other than that, there's no other criteria. There's no red zone there's, I mean, I guess you could watch a college basketball game or something. Um, so I think this is going to be hard for it not to be a cool game. But you never know because pretty much Monday night's not a cool game. So uh, let's see. I'm going to look at it this way. Is this a game I'm going to sit down and watch? Or is this a game I'm going to go back to the 15-minute highlight package? That's how I'm going to judge right, whether so that's it's a cool kind game of, or not. Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Jay? You think similar um, things? I don't know because right. you never really watch a full football game. It's true, but it is the Super Wild Card Weekend. I know, but you also get very bored within eight minutes. I do. So I don't get the sense, I could be wrong, I don't get the sense that you're really going to be locked in in the third quarter, or I shouldn't say that, the second quarter of Texans-Browns. Now, right. I could see you there in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I could even see you there for kickoff. Correct. I find the second quarter through the third quarter, you're checked out. 
I'd be like, what's on Instagram right, right now? <laughs> like, I'm going to finish watching that Netflix series. Just to, then I'll tune Perfect back in. Perfect timing. I'll get right back for the fourth quarter. All right, well, let's begin this then, Jerry. Yeah. I've got 4.30 p.m. tomorrow. That's a Saturday game, Saturday afternoons. Uh, normally, this is normally the trash game of the weekend. This is what the NFL does to us. But I've got the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. in Houston. Yes. Houston Texans. Is this, Jerry, a cool game so it's funny because when we started the season i said any game that's got the jaguars or texans involved and the titans not really interested they've changed my mind though i like watching cj stroud he's been exciting and the joe flacco effect in cleveland is a real thing and the browns defense is outstanding now i wish the game was in cleveland correct um this will have more of a feel of a texans jj watt game but Stroud, Flacco, Browns defense. I, I'm in. For, yes, I am looking forward to this game. You are. I am very much. So. I like. I'm looking forward to like sitting in front of the TV Saturday from four to, to eleven o'clock. Yes. Okay. I am. I'm looking forward to this. So this is Browns Texans Saturday four thirty. You're correct, Jerry. If this game were in Cleveland, this It'd be would, better. Oh my gosh, this would be something else. I I agree. I also think it would be a slam dunk win for. I know that sounds crazy to say that, but I think Cleveland would bury them in Cleveland. This game is interesting. The Texans mm-hmm. have been good. So, yeah, this is a good one. I will be in front of my television set. At You're going to try. Jerry. I will. You're going to try. Then I've got Saturday night, 8.15 p.m., the Peacock exclusive. Yeah. Dolphins at Chiefs. By the way, I love the commercial. Have you seen any of the commercials running? No. Oh, that's right. You don't have TV. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the commercials are like, be a part of history. The first playoff game that will only be streamed. Like, oh, shut up, man. You're not helping your cause. We're going to look back on this in years. You want to be part of this. And realize what was a failure. (laughs) Whoops. Exactly. Is this a cool game, Yes, and I actually am going to get the Peacock Network for this game. I want to watch the game. And also the fact that Peacock has Big Ten basketball games. My plan is to sign up tomorrow, and I will, unless I get blown away by the programming they have, and there's some show that I want to binge watch or something, which I don't know that there will or there won't, my plan is to keep it for January, February, and March. Part of me wants to boycott this game. I understand. And then part of me wants to see two teams playing zero degrees. What do they say? Bite your nose to spite your face or cut off your nose to spite your face? Or I throw don't... the baby out in the bathwater? Yeah, it's like I want to watch the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then here's what I'm going to do, Jerry. I'm going to take my five ninety nine investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably get the Peacock Network, and then for the rest of the month, I'm going to watch WWE documentaries. Perfect. Well, then you get your money's worth. I will get my money's worth. And by worth. the way, five ninety nine for the month for one football game, you're getting your money's worth. That's true. Honestly. It's a Saturday night, Jerry. I agree. Another Saturday night. Here's what you could do. <laughs> this is another goofy okay. one for people, and I... I, I'm with you. It this this sucks that it's a streaming only thing, and I'm forced to get an app that I really don't want to get. But this is the stupidity of it all. There are people out there that have said, "I'm going to the bar. I'm going to go find a bar that's got this <laughs> game on." Your bar bill is going to be two hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to spending the six bucks, watch the game. If you don't like it, cancel. Yeah, I think I've completely turned on this. I, I was, have to uh, anti Peacock. And now I'm now I'm all on board. Yeah, I'm glad to see it took a long time because on Monday you were anti peacock. <laughs> yeah, Monday I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I am not standing for this, Sherry. I think it sucks, but it's not that big a deal. I'm going to get it. All right, 
Uh, I've got a Sunday game for you, 1 o'clock. Steelers at Bills. Mm. I got to be honest. This might be the one of the weekend I check out on. This um, is the least interesting to you. Yeah, this is the one where I will I will definitely watch it. But if I got things to do in and around this game, I am doing them. I just I don't believe that the Steelers can win this game. I think the snow effect is cool, that it'll look neat. Um, and maybe the Steelers, this would be one I'm going to check at halftime. And then if I'm in for the second half, I'm in. This is a, a cool background game. Put it on I in agree. the background. What I'm going to do in the foreground, I'm not sure. But put it on in the background, Jerry. Yeah. I, I won't be upset when I have to walk the dog, come exactly. back in and check in, and then like uh, mid-fourth quarter, see really what's going on with this game. And the, and the Steelers have played well. They won three in a row. They won 10 games, all of that. They kind of have to prove to me, though, that they can play in Buffalo against Josh. And it is Mason uh, Rudolph. It's not like this is Ben Roethlisberger. Right. I don't know. The, Good luck, Steelers. I just I don't see it. So this would be one that I would say not really a cool game. All right. What about Sunday? We do not get a 1 o'clock game on Sunday. We get a 4.30 game Packers at Cowboys, Jerry. You, you I thought do, you just you said just that the said Steelers and Bills Steelers. was 1 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. And I can't eat Jerry, <laughs> I don't know what my brain is doing. It's shrinking. Synapses are not firing. <laughs> I don't know what that even was. <laughs> it's written in front of me. I've known about this schedule. You just talked about I it. I just right. Said this it. wasn't Eddie saying it, where you were reading something like yesterday and you were checked out. That was you. That's scary, Jerry. I agree. I scary. I don't disagree. No, this is the road to Super Bowl twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't twenty uh, Bears and Patriots? That's correct. <laughs> oh, was that the eighty-five game? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. With the fridge. Oh, That's the right. fridge. Packers Cowboys Jerry four thirty Sunday. First game of the day, Al. <laughs> Following Bills Steelers. <laughs> yeah, this is this is cool a very, this is a very cool game. This is a nervous game for me. Uh, yeah, nervous and game for Jerry. Not that I don't think the Cowboys aren't better than the Pack. I think they are, and I think they should win, and I think the, the point spread shows it. The The problem is, as I'm getting my pregame piece together and looking at the playoff history of the Cowboys and Packers, yeah, the Cowboys did well against the Packers in the 90s, but, man, the last two times, ugh. So Jordan Love has had a nice season for sure, 32 touchdown passes, I think it is. But Dak has been outstanding. The Cowboys have dominated at home. I expect the Cowboys to win this game Sunday. And this is one that clearly I'm locked in on. Okay, very good. Then I've got an 8 You agree? I agree. Okay. Then I've got a Sunday night game, Jerry. Rams at Lions. Yeah, I hate that this game is Sunday night. Me too. Because I want to. I This is another Thanks. game. This is a very cool game. And this is what I want to watch. But this is going to be a 15-minute special when I get in here on Sunday Correct. morning. Correct. It's just on uh, Monday morning, rather. It's, yeah. I can't stay up until 11 o'clock if it's not the Cowboys and then get up at 2.30 to come in here. You cannot. And I hate that. I want to watch this game. Me too. So, cool game. Unfortunately, I won't be a part of it. Then we close it out, Jerry. Monday night football. Not a cool game. Eagles at Bucks. No, really? there's nothing cool about this game. There's not. The Eagles have been awful. The Eagle fans literally despise the head coach. Jalen Hurts hasn't practiced all week with a broken, oh, whatever is, was wrong with his finger, going the wrong way. The Bucks are not great. They're a very average team. Todd Bowles is the head coach. You t- sell me on it. What is cool about this game? That it's in Tampa and we love Tampa. For me, just that I love the Buccaneers. That's really it. And yeah. it's a kind of a throwback to the the year the Bucks won the Super Bowl, their first Super Bowl. They beat the Eagles 
in Philadelphia in yeah. the freezing cold weather. That was cool, but mm. this is a rough one for Monday night. So I'm going to say this then, Jerry, looking at this schedule, all cool games except Eagles, Bucks, yep. and Steelers, Bills. So we got four. We got four we cool got four games, cool and we games. got two that are check-in games, yeah, honestly. We're going to watch them, but they're not the coolest of games. They are not. That's what I say, Jerry. Take us home, Al. I certainly will, if you'll allow me. Thank yeah. you so much. Those were your cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you a couple cool games. Those were your cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you a couple cool. <laughs> hurting me. <laughs> they sound like a siren. <laughs> the coolest games ever, Jerry. I would say this is this week has been the coolest percentage of games. 66%, Al. 66%. By the way, is there a 1 o'clock game on Sunday? There is, Jerry. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's not a cool game, and I recommend that's when you go out and have all of your cigarettes for the day. All if right, you normally again. smoke a pack a day. People smoke weed now, Al. No one smokes cigarettes anymore. If you smoke a pack a day, get them all done in that first 1 o'clock game on Sunday. That way you have the rest of the day to relax, and your lungs will be wide open. and. Ugh. Breathing in easy because you took in all those cigarettes at one time. If you chain smoke 20 cigarettes, yeah. figure each cigarette takes approximately three minutes to smoke. Yep. Uh, you know, if you do it normally, I would say. So that would be, you could knock them all out in about an hour and a half. So you could even take a break in between each cigarette. An hour and a half of straight smoking cigarettes. <laughs> there are chain smokers out there that have smoked three, four packs a day. Man. Yeah. This is mm. awful. All right, now don't, let's not glorify it now. Time All right, phone. enough. Let's go to break. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> is Buddy Holly? It's close. Is it really? This is uh, Marshall Crenshaw. But strangely, he played Buddy Holly on Broadway. You're kidding. It's wild, Jerry. <laughs> I'm on it today. You might not remember things you said three seconds ago. I feel like I'm on it today, You're though. You're killing it, Jerry. I am. It's, it's, it's crazy what happens when you sleep a little bit. Were you surprised to see Aaron Rodgers back on Pat, Pat McAfee yesterday, Jerry? Uh, was I surprised? No, I did. I thought what was funny was the way he introduced him here. Joining us now to chit-chat about massive names being, you know... Okay, we'll go with all of that and everything. And then he's like, you know, hey, woo. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah! It was just yesterday we are playing clips... Thank God I got to deal with this anymore. <laughs> and he had him on to yeah. talk about uh, Belichick and oh, Saban. Oh, man. Very funny. Yes. It was big news. I did like, if I can find it real quick here, uh, this was this was Aaron Rodgers. Can you guys see me? Yeah, you look fantastic. You look great. Okay, good. Yeah, because I'm out here in the woods, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad. <laughs> He's on a woods retreat. He's in the woods again. I think this is the same place he claimed to not be able to get messages from the Packers. Yes, because that's what he he talked about, a very spotty um, cellular service, Wi-Fi's awful, and this is no more darkness retreats, he said. He said he's on his woods retreat. He's in his woods. And I yes. saw he had, like, the Encyclopedia Britannica behind him on the shelves. 
he like looked like all encyclopedias. Remember that was a thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. encyclopedia salesman back in the day. And you'd have to go right to your encyclopedias. Well, and then getting through high school for yeah. me, and because it was just before the internet became a thing, and even grade school, that that encyclopedia was everything. Absolutely, that's how you did your term papers. Now it's called Google. Now we just Google it. Yes. I remember when my parents bought the encyclopedias. They they bought them a little at a time, so we had like because they were incredibly expensive. So we had like A through G. <laughs> so all your term papers. <laughs> we need to do a term paper on Zeus. Sorry, I don't have it. <laughs> we don't have that. Give me another god that I could use. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, I, I saw he called in, and it was a very brief appearance. Though, yes. too. it was like four minutes. He talked about them, and then all right, thanks for calling in. So Rogers was a brief appearance. Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft that was somewhat brief. As yeah, well, it was right? somewhat brief. I was um, Belichick spoke longer than I thought. What was amazing to me about the Belichick one is he clearly wasn't reading. It was all off the top of his head because I watched it. Yeah, and he's looking around the room. I he named everybody and everywhere, and at least if he didn't name people, it was the department. Like he thanked the kitchen staff. At the end, like he was, I thought he was really good. You saw the human side of him. And I thought Kraft would, Kraft looks old. I mean, he's crazy how you look at, so, like Pete Carroll, 72. He looks like he's running around like he's a 30-year-old. That's not much younger than what Kraft is. And he, Kraft looks like he aged quickly. Yeah. And maybe all that stuff with the masseuse, that could have, all that stress might have certainly had an effect. Right. He went to a masseuse to get, to relieve stress and it, Ended up giving him stress. For well over a year. I mean, he dealt with that. Um, but I thought he was good, too. I thought they were very complimentary of one another. Um, but it was odd that they just came out, spoke, see ya. No questions. No questions, no. So, now, I, he was, I don't know this because I didn't have a chance to look. He was supposed to then come back at 2 o'clock and talk to the media. I guess he didn't, meaning Kraft. I did not see that. Yeah, no. I didn't either. I, they said that, though, yesterday. And I never knew if he did or he didn't. I thought it was interesting that Bill Belichick went out of his way to thank the media members. Yes. And then he laughed about the relationship. Uh, not so great at times. <laughs> I know that's my fault. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's moving on, Jerry. And it looks like they want to uh, bring Gerard Mayo in to replace him. That's the that's Well, that's, the been the, that's been the rumor for about a month now, even going back to the Germany game. German, yeah, Germany game. When they were talking about if they don't win this game, they might let go of Pelichick, which they didn't. They let him finish the year. But even back then, they were saying they would promote Gerard Mayo. Now you've got, you know, Mike Vrabel available. So there are some thinking that, uh, you know what, Vrabel, the Patriot, you know, who knows? They say you'd never want to be the guy to replace the guy. Eh, You want to be the guy that replaces the guy who replaced the guy. How did Jimmy Johnson do after uh, Tom Landry? Honestly. Oh, he did pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I think think when you fail... Uh, that's an inch. That's an easy like cop out, an easy excuse. Uh, but I think Boomer and Carton did pretty good after Imus, and that's Geo true. did pretty you know? good after. Carton. Yeah, I mean there are examples back and forth. David Lee Roth, well, not so good after Howard Stern, but Sammy Hagar replacing David Lee Roth and Van Halen, pretty very good. good. And that was a legendary band. I mean, so there are examples on both sides of this. You've I think given it's a me cop- good ones. I think it's a cop out to say you don't want to be the guy after the guy. Those are good ones, actually. You, you and, and you rattled them off the top of your heads. You didn't even need to think about it. And the well, a- ACDC lead singers, right? Yep. I just think the Jimmy Johnson one always stands out to me because you were taking over a legendary figure that, like, reinvented the game and was pushed out. And there were – I'm sure there were Cowboy fans that were happy to see Tom Landry go because he was older at that point, but I'm sure there were some that were pissed off the way it happened 
and you had this oil tycoon come in and get his college buddy who was, and let's be honest, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, Eddie, you're the college football guy here. Wasn't Jimmy Johnson thought of as a little bit of a sleazeball at Miami with the way he ran that program? I know they won, but so that idea was, ugh, this is what we're doing, and it worked out quite well for them. You had total class with Tom Landry. Yes. Into sleazeball. I can make the case the Cowboys became most hated because of Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson. I feel like they were more respected with Tom Landry. Not liked. You know, I'm not saying Giant fans liked them, but... The Jerry Jones, Jimmy, and then the, and then when they won like they did, ugh, people were really put off. Not me. Cow, cower after Noel, Tomlin after Cower. For sure. So I think we can take this guy after the guy thing and stick it where the sun don't shine. Mm. Consider it stuck, Jerry. Uh, I want to play for you real Whoop. quick. Eddie, if, this, if you have to dump this. What? Well, hold on. Talk for a second. All right. Uh, Jerry's uh, wanting me to talk to you because he's talking to Eddie through what we call in the business the talk back, which is uh, ear to ear. Yes. All right. So this was we were talking about uh, Belichick and Saban retiring. Yes. I thought this was very candid from Mike McDaniel uh, yesterday talking about when all this came down. It's a reminder to me that, you know, I'm just going to be candid, that Father Time's a dick. That's what he took out of those two guys retiring. That's right. I see. <laughs> he always wins also, Father Time. Father Time always wins. He undefeated. is undefeated, as they say. Undefeated, Jerry. That is correct. Yes, that is very true. I was going to be candid with y'all. Well, thank you, Mike McDaniel. He's still a nice young fellow, though, right now. But he's right. You got to think about yeah. that now when you're young. Yes, and in, and enjoy and to embrace live. your time right now because you're going to look up and you're going to be 72, and it's yeah. all and you know you're looking at the shorter end of the stick, right? As they say. So, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know Drew Barrymore was all flowers, roses, and rainbows yesterday. Correct. And that's a great way to look about things. But yeah. there's also a realism side of things too. And as Mike McDaniel said, Father, Father time, time is it. He yes. will uh, come looking for you, Jerry, when you least expect Would it. Would you say more intimidating? All right. Father Time or Mother Nature? Mm. Or the Grim Reaper? <laughs> I'm going to say Mother Nature is more intimidating. Really? Yeah. Even as you're 54 now, you're not yeah. worried about Father Time yet? Not yet. Mother okay. Nature more so. Right, because your condo could be swept away into the ocean. Correct. With a big and Mother Nature could bring the Grim Reaper with her. Right. That's Mother true Nature too. could could speed Father Time along for Ah, uh, that's true, too. All right, good point. She's very scary, that Mother Nature, That's Jerry. a very good point. I'm um, not sure how fans are going to take this, but Marcus Stroman is He's a Yankee. With the Yankees. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Bizarre, actually, from the standpoint of the way he jabbed back and forth. With Brian Cashman and the Yankees yeah. a few years ago. Yes. <laughs> and Brian Cashman said, yeah, we could use a bullpen all. And now he's a starter? Yeah. yeah. He got $38 million over two years, yes. And then a vesting option for a third. I think if he averages 140, think about this. This is what just makes me sick to my stomach about current day baseball and why we what we pay pitchers. I believe the vesting option for the third year, which means an automatic additional $19 million, for year three, is if he averages 140 innings. I mean, eat it. A hundred guys used to throw 300 innings. Now they throw 200, and we celebrate it like they're these Iron Men. 104 innings is the bar now. Yeah, you get another 19 mil. I mean, come on. 
What are we? What is this? And somebody pointed this out on Twitter, so it's not my original thought, but I do enjoy it. Now, the Yankees don't allow facial hair, but they allow neck tattoos. That's kind of weird. Uh, they, yeah, they do. Tattoos are um, in play. Tattoos up to your neck, in yeah. your face. And it's not facial hair. It's the beard. You can have mustache. Oh, the beard. Yeah, yeah. It's Boy, a beard. they really don't like a beard over they there. They don't like a beard. They just and to me, the goatee's kind of cool. Are they allowed the goatee? I don't think so, no. I think a mustache. You could have the Don Mattingly, like, um, Hulk Hogan mustache, though, right? Did he ever do that uh, Fu Manchu, they call it? I don't it? think Don, Manning, Don Mattingly went to the bottom of his chin with the mustache. No. I don't think so. Hulk Hogan did. I could be wrong. I don't think so. By the way, there was a guy on Golf Channel yesterday. Yes, I was watching golf. Uh, he's. I got to find out what his name is. The greatest Tom Selleck mustache I've ever seen. And it wasn't on Tom Selleck. It was black, thick, and he also had way too much makeup on, and his hair was a little too black. It looked like, you know, shoe polish. Mm-hmm. But the mustache was phenomenal. Yeah. This was right up your alley. That's I got to get his name for you. Difficult when you're, like, drinking a beer or drinking a milkshake. With the... Or doing other things, sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that big, bushy mustache of yours. Good tickle. <laughs> <laughs> Would you know? By the way, just in case you weren't uh, aware, mm-hmm. uh, football game Sunday at 1. Uh, this is Steelers Bills. Bills. Steelers got it. <laughs> All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple minutes to go. Boomer and Geo standing by for a Friday show. What else? Did you see this crazy ESPN story, Jerry? They've been in the news all week. Uh, they... Was this about the Emmys? Yeah. I saw the, I read the, I pulled an owl. I saw the headline. I read the first couple of lines. It bored me. I moved on. Yeah. I, well, I finished reading it. And then this it is re- right up your alley. It intrigued me again. God forbid he watches the, reads the Knicks Mavericks recap. <laughs> <laughs> but let's read about the ESPN Emmys. ESPN for 13 years, Jerry. They had an Emmy uh, scheme they were running where they would use fake names and call these people associate producers, they'd win Emmys on these shows, and then they would re-engrave the statues for their top talent and give them to them. I don't get this. To boost their egos, Jerry. They create a company-wide... They have the ESPYs. Doesn't that... You can have an ESPY award for your talent, right? I don't understand. This This is an Emmy, Jerry. Like, do awards... I'm, I'm serious when I say this. Do awards matter to you? Not to me, Jerry, but... So the talent didn't realize that... They had no idea. They didn't watch the Emmys. They didn't couldn't it, look it up. That it said they, they were didn't like, win. It, it was almost as if they were given to them to put in the background. Then create them. You don't need Emmys, right? Like, and because they were re-engraving them, I don't know why this was important, but it was maybe the first and last names that the first letter of your first name and the first letter of your last name is larger in the engravement. So. They gave them names oh, with the God. first, the letter of the first name and last name so that it was close enough that they could re-engrave it. Honestly, pathetic. Someone's got to be fired over that. No. Listen, you on air people, Jerry, you have very fragile egos. And if we don't give you awards all the time, this is what ESPN knows. I, I guess. I wonder if bonuses are tied to that. Clearly, they can't be if they're making up the awards. How are you firing me? I got 13 <laughs> Emmys back here. No, actually, you don't. You've got zero. <laughs> It is always funny because, you know, they have local Emmys. Are you aware yes, of that? I am. I think Iron Eagles won a bunch of them. Yeah, those seem somewhat fugazi because they'll be like just some part-time guy at the Yes Network has an <laughs> Emmy. Sal's got one. <laughs> Sal 
Oh, mean, Francis Y. Yeah. That's great. Good for him. Emmy awesome. Award winner, Sal Licata. Like, who cares? Yeah, I, I mean, come on. Fake award. The Pulse of the People <laughs> Award. Hey, wait a second. Jerry won one I of those. I won that. <laughs> Sal has an Emmy. That's hilarious. Yes. Good for him. But they don't do that with anything else. Like, there's no, like local Oscars or local Tony Awards. Are doesn't uh are there not New York radio awards? There are. Okay, so there's local. No, but I'm saying like to take something big like an Emmy mm-hmm. and then give it a local spin but still call it an Emmy. They don't do that with any other big award. I, I don't know. I have, we need to win an I award. Care? No we should win an Emmy for those little clips. What are we doing the Schweibackers? The Schweibacker Award. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.